Um, how do you guys usually start? Oh, just any just any sort of way. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself, because Two Tone usually forgets to actually tell us who the guest is until oh. we're like you know half hour in. So, <laughs> if you want to give us a quick life story, who you are, where you come from, what you do, what you believe in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is this close enough to my face? Yeah, that's so good. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm Matt Legrand. Make yourself comfortable. You can lean back. You okay. Can, yeah. Yeah. This is better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, all these cameras are running. All these cameras are running, even the ones that aren't pointed at anything. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, I'm Matt Legrand. Um, I I feel like that's two-tone walking in. Most likely it is. Okay. We'll roll right into the show. Yeah, right on. Um, I don't even know if two-tone knows all this shit about me, but I, I'm, I lived in Indonesia my whole life. Really? Yeah, my parents are missionaries. I was born there. Missionaries of the Mormon variety? No, everyone says everyone thinks um, missionaries are all Mormon. I think because of Book Book of Mormon, the South Park thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it must like be. popularized the term missionary. I know that. Listen, I know in historically speaking, the Catholic Church had many missionaries. Um, yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> but modern the twelve disciples were missionaries, if you will. But yeah, my parents are evangelical missionaries. Okay, okay. so we were evangelical. I was a practicing missionary until I was like twenty. Interesting. Um, yeah, I guess. No, but no, that's I moved to the states crazy. when I was seventeen, and I've been here. I'm thirty now, so I've been here for thirteen years. I'm a comedian. I okay. do stand up around Los Angeles and other cities. Hell yeah! Um, and I also work with a director right now, helping them out with stuff, which is cool. You grew up in Indonesia? Yeah, I was there till I was seventeen. Wow, I mean. What a what were the major takeaways from that? Really bad. Not a good place. I'm just to... <laughs> no, Indonesia's great. I'm I want to go back so badly. Um, but the thing is, like, when you grow up anywhere, you don't realize how cool the place is. I mean, if you nah, grew yeah, up in totally. like fucking Ohio, it probably sucked. No I don't know. What. Even Ohio, I grew up in like western suburban Massachusetts. Not western, west of Boston. Everyone who grew up there thought it was extremely boring. Now when I go back, I'm like, this is one of the most beautiful places I've Isn't ever been Isn't there like to. fishing and things like that? Oh, there's all kinds of amazing stuff. Hiking, forests. Uh, I was surprised at how like diverse America is because like Indonesia sounds like so exotic, which there's a lot of cool stuff there. When I came to America, I'm like, you guys have like eagles and rattlesnakes and like <laughs> there's a lot of interesting wildlife it's really geographically diverse here absolutely i think it's one of our big national strengths they say strategically we is have, it well we just have so many resources you know we have every type of biome so it's like every type of i don't even know this we it, just a lot to exploit i, I guess think, that makes so that's why it was like a desirable land yeah yeah that's why they killed everyone that's why they say we're unbeatable oh unstoppable okay. so you had a sort of it's so because we have like the biggest cocks well, we have the biggest, yeah, aircraft carriers. Oh, okay. Which are, which are sort of a the geopolitical um, standard. Indonesia, Indonesia is cool. Um, everyone's Muslim there, just like nominally, so it, right. it like freaks out Westerners, and that's why you don't like hear about it that much. Yeah. When did you move back here? When I was seventeen. What year? Oh, sorry. Oh, not sorry. Not the twenty ten. Twenty ten. Okay. Okay. I'm thirty. I don't care. So Islamophobia was still going on at that point. Islamophobia is, is still going on today, baby. Definitely. But it was like <laughs> it was like strong. No, for a while. I I mean I was there in like during nine eleven. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you weren't in America. I mean, it would have been. And it was so funny because, like, there were Americans there during 9-11, and they, like, all fled. Like, oh, my God. Is that bad that the TV went out? No, no. It's... Okay. It, there were, like, Americans, other American missionaries in Indonesia when 9-11 happened, and they got freaked out. So they left Indonesia and went back to America. And I was like, that's the place that's people are <laughs> being targeted. flying planes into. Yeah, like, yeah. They're flying <laughs> planes into the U.S. There? You know, I was like, I almost feel safer here. And I always like probably were. my parents got like um, cable like when 9-11 happened because they wanted to watch like American news and things like that. Yeah. And like p my friends would like all my Indonesian friends would be like, we're so sorry for like what happened to America or whatever. And I was a kid and I was just like, I'm like, don't be sorry. Like now I get to watch that. So Raven, you know, <laughs> like 
Interesting. You had a you had 9/11 a somewhat positive. Was a big up for me. I see. I see. <laughs> Listen, man. Similar situation here. I'm 30. <laughs> Where are you from? Um, I'm from Boston, and I grew up okay. in Massachusetts. But the day 9/11 happened, we got to watch. Uh, I think the Stuart Little movie. We had all our classes canceled and homework canceled, and my parents showed up early to pick me up. So I was like, this is amazing. And I, that yeah. day I'll never forget as being probably one of the best school days ever because I didn't get told what happened until after. You know, my mom was like, oh, yeah, they killed How old? How old are people. you? 30. Oh, you're the same age as me. Okay. Yeah. I didn't what I know what the World Trade Center was until 9-11. Oh, I'd been there. My uncle was lived in New York. Like, oh, shit. It, was, it okay. was disturbing once I found out about it. But that's that, that's very different if you have like physically been there. Yeah. You know, because I it was such a foreign concept to me. I'm like, there was a tall building and people like drove a plane into it because. Did you understand like the outrage? I mean, you maybe understood it, but was it like, was there like that visceral? Because I remember kids at school were like just talking about killing bin Laden for like two years after that. Dude, it was so funny in Indonesia. Like there were, um, I. I'm so like I think my dad bought one of the t-shirts but they would have like Bin Laden as our hero and like it would, like would, would he him with like a crown and stuff no way and like Bin Laden wow. and like wow. Bin Laden like on a cross and yeah. stuff you hear about these the Bin Laden in Indonesia we're talking about 9/11 Bin Laden was a big hit in Indonesia dude I should have got I should have bought t-shirts but they had like Bin Laden like is our savior t-shirts after 9/11 that's you should have um, obviously those for not sure. like um Probably people would be upset about that, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I I would. I'd... It's a really. I mean, it's just kind of a relic, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to wear that around. So the, and people are still very angry about nine eleven. Well, um, he also they thought that like he was hiding in caves in Indonesia because there's a lot of caves there, and like they had caves during World War Two or whatever. Oh, Hi, the Japanese. Hi. I'm getting tubed right now. You see this? Oh Crashing shit! Overhead. You don't. You don't know about surf. Um, I mean, I was in Bali every summer growing up, but oh, yeah. I probably don't know anything about surfing. What the fuck? <laughs> did you know, did you say anything to Jason about his T-shirt? No, no. He does this to he does this to instill conversation to irk me. He tries to wear the most glaringly horrifying T-shirts on the planet. This is a vintage. If it's just to try is to is it get, vintage? One time you asked me if my Iron Maiden shirt was vintage, and that was, seemed to be all that mattered about it. So yeah, that's all I care about. Is it from Target or is it vintage? This is vintage. Vintage World Wrestling <laughs> Entertainment. Vontel Vontavious I was in the MVP vintage shirt. world for a, like a couple years. Guys, was... welcome to the Powerful Truth Angel Show. <laughs> we have our guest, Matt Legrand. Hey, guys. Matt. Happy to be here. Word on the street is you're gay? Um, if you heard it on the street, you know it's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm gay south of Montana. Yeah. Dude, what's popping? What's the word? I'm good. Yeah. I'm gonorrhea free. Oh, how'd you do that? Back on the market. You beat, you beat the big G. <laughs> Although it's crazy. There are billboards all over LA right now that are like... Oh, yeah. I sent you a picture. What What do they say? It's like the super uh, in... Wait, hold on. Is that you right there? Yeah. You're such a dick. Let me see that thing. Fuck. My water bottle? Yeah. I got a new one. Yeah, but I don't... <clears throat> wow. I didn't know that having a large water bottle meant that you like are a bro and you lift. Dude, this I is... thought it was nerdy, and so I was like, I, I thought it was kind <laughs> no, of like camel bag is nerdy. This cool is so that I was fucking. This You're is... the second person who said that. Yeah, when well, I say I, I thought it was nerdy, they day. say a camel back is nerdy. I had Wait, a. How much is? Well, this? I'll go into it's it. It's a gallon. This is a gallon. I'm sorry, two tone has known me for maybe six months now i have this water bottle with me every time he sees me and every time no, he sees me. the water bottle excuse he me. says how no. much is this no you have a clear one that has like uh, get it 10 o'clock a.m drink this and then it says 12 you're winning and it says at one it's like you can crush the day this is a new one i've never seen this one this that is, one is new i this lost is brand new i lost my old one at we spa this is yeah i bet you did i did in the steam room uh no in the changing room um I think that I think that uh, I think that I would like to I would like to draw back the curtain on gay culture because contrary to what to what people believe I don't think guys I don't think people know because you've told me some things about your life that blew my mind like the spreadsheets and shit like that it's so crazy because the things I told you are like not even interesting to me that's not interesting no no I'm not saying that it's not interesting it's just like that's not even like the tip of the iceberg okay that's this is what we're gonna because you gotta understand like the average, 
you know, the average guy who's just like some straight guy and, and knows about gay people from like the media, what they, what, you know, like we believe that like all gay men are ripped, love Lady Gaga and hate tits, right? Like that's, that's our, that is not, okay, from the media, you should expect that all gay men are obsessed with tits. Oh. Our icons are like Pamela Anderson. Oh, She's true. a hero. Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas. Is, I, I got a text today from like an anonymous thing being like, who would you vote for, for who should be the Republican nominee? I immediately said Trisha Paytas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All I want is like a big titted bimbo. So you like to be tits. ruling the country, <laughs> but but you like them. You I love like them, them in a novel way. Yeah, you like them because they're yeah. like you, like it's like the um, it's like the, the epitome of femininity. Big tit? No, it's, it's like else. an exaggerated version of femininity. If I might weigh in, it's camp. That's a great Big way tits are camp. Big tits are camp. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gays love camp. Yeah, that's okay. Well, yeah. They what? What's is the? Don't, you don't know anything about gay people, Jason. Don't don't, <laughs> stop, All right, fine. don't please. Let's get back on track here, guys. No, I love I love the fact. Jason, that... it's time for you to turn your mic off. I don't want to hear any more of your, of your opinions. Copy that. Before, should before I we sit start... there or should I stay here? No, you stay here. Okay. Before I start, you want to be I just close. want to say one thing, and I'm going to get to you and the and the fucking jug and the wee oh, spa okay. Okay. and the spreadsheets and the billboards and all these things going on in your life. Before we get to that, Jason, last week, I just want to run this past you, okay? Okay. We did a show where we played cards. I listened and I started listening to my own show recently because I want to make it better. I used to never listen for three years. Now I listen to it. I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear what's I, going on. I want to become a better broadcaster. I want to have crispier T's, R's, and S's. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't want to slur as much. I kind of, I kind of. Sometimes I sound like no saying the word faggot. Well, that's. I'm hoping I can get. I'm hoping I can get an F pass today. That's okay. what I'm looking. I'm sure. looking to get as by long the as I get the, the N pass. I can't give you that. Um, uh, but <laughs> I'm not fully qualified. Nigeria. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so like, Jason, the other day. We're recording a show, and I have a guest on, and we're playing cards. I'm playing cards with this woman. And the conversation, it's hard to play cards and have a conversation at the same time, right? Don't check out on me. I know we're not talking about you. No, no, I minute. was just wondering if my mic was too close to my no, face. Okay, you're playing cards. Is it hard to have a conversation by playing It's hard cards? to have a conversation and play cards. Now, there were times when the conversation lagged and he would fast forward. There's a moment where while I started up a conversation with this person about, like, her aura ring or whatever it is, it doesn't matter what the fuck I'm talking about. We haven't because podcasting a lot of it is filling space. It's a stupid. It's a stupid uh, medium. We all know that, right? So sometimes you're filling space because someone right now is like shopping taking or a taking a shit or driving somewhere, and they just need to fill the void in their head so they don't think about themselves. Yeah, because thinking about yourself is terrifying, right? So, um, so yeah, I'm talking, and then I listen to this, and Jason for about ten minutes has a side conversation with our intern who's not here today. I don't know where the fuck Ed is, who's not here today, over my conversation for 10 minutes. So it's four people talking for 10 minutes. And I go, Jason, why the fuck would you do that? He goes, I thought it was a funny bit. And I go, Jason, we've been doing this for three years. Every time he does one of these things that he thinks is a funny bit, it makes me insane. What would you do if Jason did that to your show? Fire him? Okay, I can't fire him because he's 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 he's, I, he's unfireable because he's woven into the DNA. Like you know how like morbidly obese people sometimes their skin grows into the couch. You ever see? You know how that happens? Is that a thing? Yeah, like like those people have to be cut out of houses. Oh yeah yeah. Sometimes they don't leave the couch for so long that their skin meshes with the fabric of the couch. That's how that's how Jason is attached to this show. I'm just surprised that Jason as like are you an audio engineer? Not by trade. Okay. He's a Swiss army knife. I'm just surprised that you wouldn't like take that into account. That like two conversations at the same time are hard to follow. Thank you, Cam. (laughs) Sorry, this is like a really logical like perspective. No, no. What if it was, but listen, counterpoint, what if it was funny? If it was funny, you're taking away from your funny because there's two conversations going on at the same time. Well, listen, If if two comedians tell funny jokes at the same time, you can't hear either of them. That's true. That's true, but uh, it wasn't ten minutes. I'll say that. No, that's not. I'll leave the point. it at that. that, that, that I, listen, I'm 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 alliterating for the sake of effect here. Probably like, talking thirty seconds. Anyway, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to hear that. Like and subscribe to the Patreon if you want to hear just complete bumbles and fuck ups. <laughs> the Patreon is where we go raw, and we're gonna switch over to the Patreon at a certain point in this show because we're gonna. Oh, okay, so I'll keep it light. No, it's. I mean, yeah, I like to drop. I like to save all our all all our 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 heavy curse words for the Patreon. Our very dirty stories. Which way? You want to go more to the right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, Jason is like sometimes, if you've ever been on set, you ever notice sometimes the makeup people will stop the whole thing to go like touch up someone's like cheek? Yeah. They have, they, or like, 
or wardrobe will come and adjust like a, a shoestring. Jason likes to do that. He likes to insert himself into things because it's me doing my job. No, he's doing his job. I love Jason. I like to give him a hard time because it's I like, know you know it's and a I, dynamic. And, and in my and in my defense, why I seem extra crazy today is that I've been on a uh, I've been on a sleep routine of like four hours a night for two months because I wake up now every night at four, no matter what time I go to bed. So wide awake. Uh, yeah, I can't go back to sleep. So I wake up. Last night I got five and a half hours for the first time in a long time. And I, that's because I actually like bought a sleep mask, put in a mouth guard, put in a nose thing. I ate some fucking magnesium L-thine. Like I did everything I could. But where I fucked up is I went to bed at 12 instead of going to bed at 10. I woke up at, at, I woke up at um, 5.30. So I'm doing a little bit better. But in general, my sleep is not adequate to support the amount of work and exercise I do during the day. Okay. Not your problem again. No, I'm just thinking about how I do the same thing. You do? You sleep? But you're I have the I. nose strip. Oh, you have that. I yet. just start. Do you, is that what you use? Okay, you know what I have? Can I tell you? I've, Go ahead. Okay. Now I have a thing. I've used everything that you can use. Because when Me I had too. a girlfriend, you know, you sleep next to your to your person and uh, you, you can't snore. Right? I know. When you have a boyfriend, it's also the same. Same. Well, you think two men could just snore in bed together. Like. Be a be a fucking man and just take it. Women, you have to you have to adjust for. You know? Yeah, it depends. They're it's dangerous. really sad to wake up and them not be there and they're on the couch. Oh, I know. It, it or like really someone, hurt me. Or someone like, <laughs> but I, I felt bad because they wouldn't sleep and they didn't have the strength to tell me that they weren't sleeping. What if someone left your house at four in the morning because you were snoring and went to back to their house? How would you feel? Would you feel that's abandoned? really bad? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel abandoned. Okay, so you I haven't. Didn't. No, I was not yet. Fine. I, but uh, was this but, recent? What? Uh, so, <laughs> so listen, there's a thing where you get this. You get these magnets, okay, and you put the magnets on either side of your nose with a sticker, and on the other on the other end is this plastic piece that has magnets on it, and it pops out your nose a little bit. Okay. Now the dumb thing about it is that it's a fucking it's a little sticker with a little magnet and you have to buy rows and rows of these little magnets. And that makes me crazy buying magnets and throwing them away is like insane. So I'm like I'm, but I have that thing and I put that thing on it pops my nose out. I put the mouthpiece in which I got from the dentist for like a, a rack and then now I have a sleep mask. I look like I look like a fucking insane person. I look like when you see when you see like old ladies on sitcoms go to sleep and they put a mask on and they're just like Again, I always laughed at people with sleep masks. What the fuck's wrong with that? Why would yeah. you ever do that? Now, now I, I got one yesterday at Target. I have a sleep mask too. You Wait, do? the magnets uh, are they expensive? Uh, I'll send you the link. I mean, it's once you, do you buy, buy them the, off Target or off uh, Amazon. You know what I could do is that I can give you one of the nose things, and you can just buy the magnets. You don't have to buy the whole rig. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll give because they give you like five. Because I'm sure sizes. you've tried the nose strips. And yeah, this they, is better. Yeah, with the little metal. That I pops do it feel it a little bit, but yeah, I've also tried. I've been trying to sleep on my back because that like is better it's for so, your face and stuff. But it's hard to sleep. But then you snore way more if you're on your back. back. I bought this cooling pillow for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And like it's already falling apart. Are you still in the mattress game? Because you've been flipping mattresses. God, <laughs> no, I'm with my mattress. It's great. It's You're... great. I have a really good firm Tempur Pedic, and I wanted to get rid of it because my ex boyfriend gave it to me, and I've been sleeping on it for like five years. And he, I just don't want. I'm obsessed with him. If he wanted me back today, I would leave it. I would drop everything. Really? Yeah, he's not into me at all. Wait, is he the one that left you? Uh, he, yeah. I mean, I he left. Yeah. Okay, but he went to Hawaii. Oh, you, oh he literally like left the. Left I'm obsessed the, with him he because he doesn't want to have sex with me. Yeah, you're obsessed with him because he left. Well, no, I'm obsessed with him because he doesn't want to have sex with me. Right. Oh, because he just won't even fuck you. Yeah, we slept next to each other for six months, and he refused to have sex with me. Oof. And that's and that's 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 set off your abandonment uh, whistles, and now you're like, I have. To I have wasn't it. even that into him until that's... the moment he said that he wasn't into me. Yeah, What's and that? then I went fucking psycho, and it's crazy because it's so embedded. And also, the other crazy thing is, if he didn't have like a be like. If he didn't have a beautiful penis, yeah. I wouldn't care that much. Like I dated another guy and uh he his he had like an ugly penis and when he wasn't into me and he had hemorrhoids, so I couldn't fuck him. Right. So when he wasn't into me, I I literally was like, Wow, thank God he doesn't have a good dick. But with this dude, like he one, he, I he never let me fuck him um because he had anal warts. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds I'm horrible. Tracking. No, I'm tracking. No, this is he great. was he was gonna burn them off, um, but I never got in there. You know, so it's like wait, you never fucked him. I I've never gotten in his ass. How are you gonna How are you gonna date someone for that long and never fuck him in the ass? I mean, in most straight relationships, you end up fucking him in the ass one time. Yeah, no, but I mean, are you gonna fuck someone in the ass if they have anal warts? I guess not. I mean, with a condom? It's like tiny little things. They're not like, and I had them when I was like 20. You just get them burned off. Right. And then like you see the guy at the gay bar the next day who burnt them off. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, it's this little ginger guy. (laughs) I, I I was like, hey, where do I know you from? And then I was like, Oh, he's like I burned you, and then he was like, "Happens all the time." I charge your asshole. <laughs> he's like seen everyone's asshole at the Eagle. Wow. Yeah. Um, wait. So hold on. I want to go back to this whole thing of like, you, you're obsessed with him because he wouldn't fuck you, and he left. But I not- bought him a plane ticket to leave because he was like, "I want to go to Hawaii," and then I'm like. And he wouldn't leave and he was just living with me, yeah. sleeping next to me, and it was torture and I was losing my mind. And I was like, I'm buying you a plane ticket. So he was like, I mean, he wasn't doing this on purpose, but he was edging the fuck out of you. Yes. And he apologized years later, but yeah. And you're still like, would take him back right now. You still want him to come over and not fuck you for another six months? No. <sighs> no. That would be insane. I would have to say no. And I have enough self respect now that I would not do that but i've done this with other guys too where like they are not interested in me but i'll have them like hang out with me if i was if i was straight i would be canceled like definitely like this person does not want to have sex with me but i'll like want them to come over and hang out with me and i just have this like hope that like they're going to change their mind right but you're not attached to the person you're attached to the to the fact that that person doesn't want you yeah okay so you know that and you know it's crazy intellectually but in your heart wants what it wants and so does your it's such juvenile behavior yeah well how old are you 30 yeah i mean i think that there i remember being younger and wanting people for the simple fact that they didn't want me that's not why i want people now if someone doesn't want me like um well no that's not true i mean it 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 depends on the situation but if i was with someone for six months and they they wouldn't fuck me and like i it would the thrill was gone i don't think i think i'd be like okay you know i think you know but but it's again you get you know you age you uh, as you age, you learn a little more about yourself, and you dig deeper, and you, you excavate, and you peel back the onion. And sometimes inside the onion, there's a couple anal warts, and you just gotta sometimes blast right through those fuckers. You know what I mean? You gotta freeze them off. You gotta freeze them off. Um, I yeah yeah. I think I've I've grown so much in that area, and but it is like a big reason why like I always flirt with the idea of joining like SLAA Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous yeah. because like you have to set like really strong boundaries for yourself and when I do that like as soon as I see the red flag it's done I move on and you feel so powerful and right, right. now I don't have I I'm I'm better at it just from age and experience but like when like when I've done that and I've like turned off the switch in my brain that I don't need a romantic partner, I get so much done and I feel so strong. Yeah, there is something to be said for for the amount of work you get done when you're not fucking around. And I mean, it sounds all woo woo and shit, but like it's like all Eastern shit. But like the whole like no fap gang, you're aware of this, like guys who like don't jerk off and I mean, they're saving that like that chi. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it. Dude, I I mean, I'm just, I got so much accomplished. Like, I wrote two screenplays and a pilot in, like, a month. What? When I wasn't jerking off. Well, how much were you jerking off? <laughs> or, no, no, I, it's not that I was jerking off a lot, but, like, honestly, if in the past, I used to not even jerk off. I would just, anytime I wanted to come, I would just have sex. Right. So I would just jerk off with someone's asshole. Yeah, when you, so you jerking off is a euphemism for fucking. Yeah, I'm yeah. just using someone as a sex toy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Using u- using someone in a masturbator- masturbatory fashion. Yes. Yeah, using them for their body. But their- I would realize I would do that like, it, you know, I was just trained whenever I was bored. It was like, what do I do with my time? And it's like, oh, I should have sex. That Let me find good. me a fuck puppet and just blast. Yeah, but like when you don't have that option, like then I'm like, what the fuck do I do with my time at night? And then I was like, I guess I'm going to write masturbate and then (laughs) no no that's what i want his man he doesn't have to masturbate he's have you not been here this whole conversation well it sounds like as a gay man as a gay man listen he has an option we don't have this option always as a gay man he can go i'm gonna fuck right now and i'm gonna fuck in 15 minutes am i wrong 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like you like I you know as a straight guy it's like sometimes you have it on tap like that if you're single you know sometimes you have a girlfriend but like Unlikely. he could just be cold out of the blue pop open an app and be like sucking and fucking but uh, that's time consuming masturbating could be over much faster he doesn't need to masturbate i guess no i mean that is a solution you could just like jerk off right away but also like jerking off all the time makes you bad at sex and like (laughs) then you like yeah you're like training yourself to come quickly that's true well i personally i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say this i don't (laughs) jerk off anymore really and if i do jerk off i never bust because it just doesn't work anymore I have to fuck if I'm gonna come. I'm sorry, I'm getting graphic, everybody. No, 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 it's fine. Well, I don't Too know what your that. listeners are used to, they, but they, they don't care. I don't. I don't talk about. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm charred right now. I don't care. But like, I you don't masturbate anymore. No, like I sometimes like I will. This is so ridiculous. Sometimes like I might jerk off. Let's say this low so no one hears me. Sometimes <laughs> I might jerk off. Like if I'm like really avoiding something work wise, I might like jerk off for a minute. Okay, but then I go back to work and I don't. I cannot. <clears throat> It's very hard for me to bust by jerking off and looking at porn. Really? I don't and yeah. I don't know what even ha- with porn? Something happened. What about gay what porn? <laughs> I, I never watched gay porn on purpose. I watch straight porn. <laughs> I know, and women watch gay porn and I don't I've never like I've never like you know, it's come across once in a while. You're like, Oh, that that lady has a penis. Well, let me get out of this window. But I've never like popped it open and looked at it, you know. <laughs> okay. But you, of course you're going to see it somewhere if you're out in the in the porn jungle, it's out there. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think that I'm uh, porn is bad. Porn is bad. Yeah, porn is really fucked up and disgusting. Which is like it's so funny. That's like not PC to say. Why is it not PC? To <laughs> say? Like because like everyone is like so sex positive, and I'm like I'm I'm giving sex workers a bad rap. It's like if you want to do porn, that's great. I find that in my personal life that um, when I watch porn, I. It's really hard for God to be a part of that. Like it Fuck. distances me from like my spiritual life, and that's where I feel centered. I haven't been so watching- like it, it, when I watch porn. The reason I like to watch porn or have sex is because it's very hard for me to be present, and when I'm having sex or I'm with someone who's hot and or watching porn, I'm present in that moment. Right, and so it's a re- it's a relaxing release from my thoughts. Right. But, like, I've trained myself to do that so much, and the other, like, so I have to find an alternative. Right, because most times sex, you know, and I haven't gone to a slaw meeting, but, you know, uh, but most times sex is something you that should. you're using to, like, check out of reality. Like, cause, and I, yeah, and I, I love to disassociate. You, I, okay, this is what I've realized, too, is, like, I think that there's been a level of disassociation that I always am like at a at a base level of disassociation always because this year because of events that have unfolded in the beginning of the year I've spent the past two 9/11. months 9/11 9/11 yeah because 9/11 happened my personal 9/11 happened um I I've been completely present in a way that I haven't been where I'm like everything that happened every emotion everything I feel is front and center right right in my face and I'm processing I haven't been watching porn because of that I've been it doesn't mean I'm like a more effective person, but I'm actually I'm actually dealing with and processing things in real time instead of like burying it and dealing with it later. So like I can't I can't tuck things away anymore because it's just all like front and center. So I'm just like navigating shit and be like, okay, I gotta do this, gotta deal with that. And like actually it's not the worst place to be. It doesn't feel good. It's painful, but it's like, okay, now I gotta figure out how to do that. And now I'm like now I'm like attacking all these things and like finding new solutions to old problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's really uh, there is like I sound so gay right now, but there is like <laughs> a really like cheesy, beautiful, like you're you're with your raw emotions and you're feeling everything. Yeah. And like uh, honestly, you're like more in touch with yourself and like you laugh more, but you cry more, and it's better than feeling nothing and just disassociating all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a base level of uh Jason's like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you guys. I'd be wanking nonstop. Yeah, he's he's dude, he eats Doritos, man. He's not even like it's not even and don't and don't <laughs> I eat Doritos. Yeah, you eat Doritos. Like it's like fuck don't That's don't, line. don't go down this road that we've gone down. You don't have to, you shouldn't do it, and don't do it because it's terrible. Because you're just like we're just in we're in the Temple of Doom in Indiana Jones, and you know what? The caverns never end. And you just keep un- excavating and finding more fucking zombie skeletons. And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper, and then you die. Is this fine? Can you hear me okay? Guys, listen. Pennsylvania moms, Michigan dads, New York grandmas, 
Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people, Matt, have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought just to watch one show on. I, I want to say this. I did this recently. I ordered, you know what the Zeus channel is? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. the best black reality TV. Okay, listen. I get sucked because I, I follow. Um, it's the best reality TV because it's black. But however you want to phrase that, I don't care. It's because, because listen, I follow um, a couple meme a couple meme pages where you see clips of shit on the Zeus channel. Yeah, and it's like it's like let's put I don't know let's put fifteen spicy gay dudes in a house and 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 just pick fights and like to me that is like that is like it's it it it's it touches my soul how good it makes me feel when I see that stuff. But I can only take it in small doses because after a while you really start to feel like. It's like it's like weaponized social media, bad television. Like Tiffany HBIC Pollard, her mom has a show on Zeus. Tiffany camp. New York Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany had bitch in charge. Yeah, Pollard, New York Tiffany. She's a of love. She's camp for sure. Right? Stop, Jason. Turn off your fucking mic and stop. You said camp. I hate nine. that he knows. Why the word are you camp? doing this? <laughs> I love camp. No, you're, you're having. A, he's having another conversation while we're having a conversation. We're talking. He goes, that. is that is that camp? Are you camp- it's called a callback. Are you guys camping? I no, want to say I use Rocket Money. I have it on my phone now, and it's very helpful. You're gonna say you forgot about your Zeus subscription, and then you canceled <laughs> Thank it. Thank you for bringing this back. Derailing the ad read, Jason. Jason, I love you, but shut the fuck up, okay? I, I ordered Zeus, the Zeus Network, to watch whatever the fuck one of these shows were. Where like it's like the whole show, the premise is like a bunch of people flood into a house. And someone's like, this is my bed. And the other guy goes, no, that's my bed. And then they start fighting. Can't get enough of it. Um, and the th- problem with that is that you leave that thing on, and all of a sudden you're getting charged for it monthly, right? And it's like a gym membership for a gym that you don't go to. And you forget about it. And that's why Rocket Money comes in, goes through all your stuff, shows you what's happening, and says, hey, asshole, are you trying to spend six ninety nine a month to keep uh keep a subscription for a show that you watch six times? I don't think so. Am I wrong, Matt? What do you think? No, you're right. Yeah, no, it's really good. I just got caught because I was about, I was subscribed to like slotted because like five years ago I hosted an open mic where you had to slot the like times for the open mic. What is slotted? The, this is the website. It like, it's a time management tool. You can like punch in your name, like, hey, we have an open mic, then your spot is at three o'clock, three o five, three ten, any scheduling stuff. And so, it's a, like a anyone who goes to the link, they can go in and like put their email and, right. and name, and it confirms them for that slot. Right. Anyways, I had this mic five years ago, and I've been paying for it for five years. No. And uh, yeah, it just came up and it was like, are you ready to renew your annual fee? And I was like, what the hell? I emailed them and I, I, I lied. I emailed them and I said, so I canceled that one. So I didn't have to pay for this year. But then I emailed them and I said, um, I called customer service five years ago and assumed this was canceled, but I've realized it wasn't. So you need to reimburse me for the past five years. And then they did. I accidentally the other night was, was going to bed and, and turning off my Apple TV and don't call me a boomer for doing this, but I accidentally bought the movie Cocaine Bear, which I don't ever want to watch because I don't give a shit. You tripped and accidentally bought I was like, Cocaine Bear. I was going like this, and I wasn't paying I attention. I had like Omar answer. in one hand and the remote, and I was like trying to get to bed, and I was like, I just fucking bought Cocaine Bear. And I just sent an email out like because I, I didn't follow up because I'm too busy. But it pissed me off because like I didn't want to spend whatever, $18 on a movie I'm never going to fucking watch. I'm just not interested in Cocaine I heard Bear. it's fire. I heard it sucks. Uh, simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as the click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Imagine what you could do with an extra 720 bucks. 720 smackaroos, hot ones in your pocket. Where are you going to spend that money? That is uh, 25 trips to Wee Spa. Sick. Um, Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash PTA. That's rocketmoney.com slash PTA. Rocketmoney.com slash PTA. Or just go to the app store and type in rocket money. Yeah, or do that. Use that promo code. What? Rocketmoney.com slash PTA. Oh, rocketmoney.com slash PTA. This guy's good. Powerful truth angels. He's good. He's good. He's a natural. Um, so Matt, Matt's a comedian, and uh, and apparently a guy that can just crank out two screenplays and a pilot. 
by not jerking off, which is mind boggling. Um, I haven't done it since that was three years ago. But you're not in that cycle. God is not in your in your pants at this point in time. You're are you actively using people as fifis? Fifi is something you jerk off into. A fifi? Yeah. Where does that term come from? I think jail, prison. Yeah. Have you been in prison? No. Definitely. Shut not. the fuck up. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> um, a fifi. I didn't know that. I knew a girl named Fifi in high school. Oh, you know what she was about. Her email address was pinktoilet96 at hotmail.com. Get the fuck out of here. It's actually kind of sick. It is. Yeah, she was like, she was camp before before it was camp. I didn't want to um, say it, but. You're saying God, you're asking is God in my life right now? It, specifically in your pants. Oh, uh, he, he's coming in. I, wow. I was going to say he's coming in my pants. He's like coming there to my pants like arriving right. obviously it sounds like come what i'm asking you are you are you actively <laughs> practicing the idea of like not using people just for sex or are you yeah it's actually so do you talk about sobriety on this podcast is that weird you can talk about whatever you want okay i um i was talking to i was talking to a friend about whether or not i should join slaw and he was like why do you need to join slaw and i was like because i have a problem because i will like compulsively hit people up and like have sex with them and then i'll feel like shit and like i keep doing this and he was like well just stop <laughs> and i was like i i can't i i wish i could yeah and i tell myself tell i will and i delete these apps and shit but then i do it again and so i think i need to like join a program and he was like well have you like have you like surrendered this to God? And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I already have like surrendered this to God. That's why I need a program and I need help. Right. And he was like, he was like, when you've had enough of something, then you're going to stop. That's not true. I, it, it is funny because this person's in AA and I was like, then why are you in AA? Yeah. You know, that doesn't make any <laughs> but sense. But he was like, when you, when you've had enough, you've had enough. Because sometimes you've had so much that you die, you know? I mean, I don't think Dick will kill you, but. Uh, oh. It did send someone I know to the emergency room. What um, happened in that? What, where? What? What happened? This guy just—he has a huge cock, and he tore up this guy's ass. And uh, whatever <sighs> pink sock situation had to go to the ER. He tore his ass. Oh my god, dude! So yeah, and then and then and then, I have that guy's um, shoes. He left them at my house. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> big. Uh, yeah, they're one size too big. Um, I still wear them. So, so um, if you get your asshole blown out, you have to stitch it up, right? They have to put stitches in your body. I've never had it happen. Well, I mean, you know, but that yes, that it is anything. I've had. Um, I, I'm like not great at bottoming. I wish I was better because it feels great to have something in your ass, but like I'm just not really good at it. Yeah. And um, also, anyone listening, if you're a uh, born male you have a prostate and so you literally have a vagina in your butt and you should touch that because it'll make you come better than ever before a lot of straight guys do it just put a butt plug in or put a finger in your ass and please for god's sake get a bidet or wipe your ass i know you guys never do that um but anyways excuse me i have a tushy oh nice and um i, I, I do too I i'm very thorough by i'm the really way. good at installing tushy <laughs> I've done it at so many friends' oh, wait, house. You my yeah, for sure. Oh, because I, I, I for some reason it makes me happy to like do projects. I like didn't that. install the first. I'm sure I can do it. I just have. I'm again. I'm like rushing around all the time. So like, okay. So what was I saying about your ass? Prostate. Oh, uh, I'm not great at bottoming. So like my ex boyfriend. I, like, I, I do like the prostate. I like the. I like this like uh, this prostate. Um, what is analogy? What is no, no, no. It's like a, it's like a, like a you public have, service. Yeah, it's a yeah. prostate public service. Nozzle. It's just, it's hey crazy. Guys. Hey like, guys, it's more. crazy because God literally put this like pleasure button in your ass, and women don't have it. I don't understand why women like anal, but I think it's like a dominance thing. But you literally have a pleasure button in your ass, and most guys aren't using it. How far in there is it? It's like right there. I usually put like a thumb in with a guy and I'll like rub it. Yeah. It's like rubbing the clit. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. And I you ever know. get your, your for a little butt play? I, I can't. I mean, look. It's, you can. Well, yeah. I mean, I physically can. One day you'll get there. When you become older and dirtier enough, things happen. Do you? All right. Do I what? Well, I think you just answered that. Do I so. wear a butt plug? No. Never. Oh, okay. 
But but listen, um, I don't I don't wear a butt plug. You're wearing one. You have a raccoon tail butt plug. <laughs> uh, the point of what I was. I'm down for whatever, but like I don't I don't want to be. I'm uh, down for whatever, but no gay shit. No, no, it's not about no. It's not about well. Gay shit is like is is something that's involving a dick, right? That's gay. Anything else is up for grabs, but I'm not. I don't want to stick anything up my ass that's not like a part of someone else's body, but not a man's body. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. There's a lot of things you could put up an ass, like a tongue or a finger. Yes. Um, which, yes. Okay. An oh. ear, if you will. My point is that my ex has like a really, he had, like he has a beautiful thick penis. Yeah. And uh, anytime he would put it in my ass, I would bleed. Oh my. And God. I would get like micro tears. The whole point of this, you were asking about stitching up your asshole. Anytime you have anything torn in your butt, it is like the worst healing process because you have you to, to use the restroom it. all the time so it keeps reopening. Oh my god. It is horrible. You have to do like you have to do like salt baths and like put on cream. It's a so nightmare. That poor fucker. He's who? Fu- the guy who got his asshole split. Oh my god. He's fucked for like months, right? He's just out of commission. Yeah, I mean, and he it's probably right. has to get like, what is it like those tubes that you shit out? I don't know, oh like colostomy. Ter- okay, this is getting. This is so <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Look, people need to know. Here's yeah. what I, I think that like, just be careful. And also, I, the reason I think that I am bad at, I, I think it's because I'm a f- like full blown addict. I don't know how to warm. I don't know how to take time to warm up my ass. Oh, you're really like sh- I'm just like if we're gonna do it, like just get it in there. Yeah, and then I'm fucking like ruined yeah why don't you take your time with it because just... i can't right I, mean, I could hopefully i will you know i mean yeah be be nice to your asshole maybe you know what i mean i'm really nice to other people okay um well i think that uh yeah again i think that there's a lot of things about like as, as much as like the world has shifted and everything is like Everything's up for grabs and there's a whole, you know, everything is like, especially in the, in the hub cities, right? It's like everything is like, everyone supposedly knows everything about everybody and everyone's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, a, there's been a whole shift culturally in like how we look at sex, right? And how we look at uh, gender and how we look at your preferred sexual fucking partners, whatever the fuck it is, right? But doesn't mean that people know what the hell's going on. Like I don't, people don't know what's going on in gay people's lives because they're still observing this 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 uh pivot or change from the outside and accepting it because they have to right but they don't know what's happening they don't know that like people have spreadsheets for their orgies yeah that's true which i learned from you and i was like flabbergasted because it's very it seems very transactional where it's like okay like straight people are like rarely gonna say well no that's not true you do say hey let's come over let's fuck sometimes but uh to 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 make like i feel like no i guess straight people do a certain subsection of straight people do plan to have orgies but i think straight sex is kind of more spontaneous whereas like what you're telling me is like there's a google spreadsheet people are entering they're using slotted right to put in their times their call time actually yeah really yeah okay so break it down tell me how it works because when you told me i was blown away i was like this is amazing i haven't like honestly I haven't like been at that level myself or that organized myself. But like, for instance, when I was in New York, like last year, I was like, excuse me, um, there's an app called Sniffies, which will like all it like if you thought Grinder was bad, like Grinder is like PG compared to this, like Grinder is just like faces everywhere, torsos, and it shows you all the gays around you. Sniffies. It's just pictures of dicks or assholes. <laughs> and so you can literally just pick. I could pull it up right now on my phone and we could see like at the exact street someone's on. And my. We like, see like three dicks, Bryce and them in the other room with their dicks. Literally, out. yeah. Uh, it's like Jason. DL guys love it. Um, oh, yeah. And, but anyways, there's an option on there too where it's like organize an event. And so like I organize a circle jerk at this place that I was staying at. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And like I, I reached Airbnb? out to all these guys that I thought was hot. And it was this person's apartment. I don't want to say. Okay. Um, I reached out to all these uh, guys who I thought were hot. And I was like, hey, confirming for 3 p.m. tomorrow. Confirming for 3 p.m. tomorrow for the circle jerk. Like, hey, are you still good? And I would have to check in or whatever. So I, like, reserved this whole day. And, like, come to. It's just me sitting on the couch. Like, ner- every time I hear a noise in the hallway, I'm, like, peeking my head out. Geeking. 
It was so geeking bad. Out, yeah. Literally for like, three oh. hours. No one came. Nobody came. No one came. Oh. And like Literally. everyone flaked. But I guess, I don't know. Did you have snacks? No. <laughs> that would be cute. But I am invited to like, there's this orgy that I've been to a couple times here. And it is like, you have to RSVP and they have a list of rules. It's like really kind. It's really sweet. There's like no hard drugs allowed. And they're like, everyone, it says on there, like, even if you, even if you want to have sex with the person next to you, if they were the last person on earth, please treat each other with kindness and respect. And like, you have to like RSVP with your email. You have to Venmo because they do provide snacks and drinks. (laughs) And um, it's just like super organized. There's like a mailing list. Uh, the Excel sheet thing you were talking about was my buddy who like when he was like deep into like just like fucking nonstop just like whoring himself out he was also on like doing crystal meth but like he would literally like just let me be like tweaking out and he would like set up all these like appointments and like he'd be like at 3 p.m. I'm here getting my hole filled at 5 p.m. I'm here getting my hole filled and he would just like bounce around all these places but it was so much going on that he needed to have like a schedule for well, he was high as a kite. Yeah, but, like, you're, like, fucking, like, you know, you're Excel sheet pro when you're on, like, when you're, like, well, yeah, on, you're meth on meth or yeah. coke, you're just, like, fucking, like, ready to, you're the best intern on earth, you know? What I hear and about. The, until it takes you, like, seven hours to pick up a coffee because you get, like, derailed. <laughs> what what I hear about meth, too, is I wasn't, I was never into meth, but. Um, Did you never smoke meth? No, I never smoked meth. But what I hear about meth is that it's, it's so. Meth is one drug will turn anybody gay. And, the, and I've heard this from a bunch of different people where guys who are straight start doing meth and eventually they're like, because it, it puts you in such a horny frenzy that you're just like, I'm whatever. That's interesting. I mean, yes, there's a, yeah, I know. It's like, wait, what is, what is the phrase where it's like to beer queer? I, yeah. <laughs> well, that, but that's someone who's, I think that that's someone who's already gay. And yeah. Yeah. Open yeah. Up, right. But I feel like, Guys like guys I know who are like, you know, bikers and shit or like whatever, they'll be like, Yeah, I use some meth and all of a sudden you're just like, fuck it. Yeah, I know so many I mean, there's so many straight dudes uh who like when they've done meth, they have ended up getting their dick sucked. Right. Yeah. And I, you know it's funny too, because you're talking about being on the down low, right? And I think that first of all, that's gotta be really frustrating to like not be able to do what you want to do. But I will say this. I bet you because like you ever been like sneaking around with somebody? You know, or like, or you're doing something that's on the low and it, it adds this element of like, of danger to it. So imagine if every time you fuck someone, it's a complete secret and you, like, it must add this other layer of like titillation to the whole thing. So like, maybe that's the, that's the, that's the, that's what you get back from fucking lying to like, you know, you have a wife, family and kids and you're like, I have to go fuck Steve off of Sniffies. It's so bad. Yeah. Right. Which is, it's wrong, but I'm sure that it heightens the whole event and then like makes it, and then you have to deal with the shame and the fucking. Shit I mean, I'm sure it is just like you know, um, the equal and opposite, good and bad. Like as much of the thrill it is, the like down the crash, yeah, is yeah. so bad. And then coming home to your kids. I used to have sex with this married guy who was on the DL, and um, I would talk to him about his wife and like check in with how his kids were doing and shit. <laughs> and um, I would make him wear a condom with me, which like I never use condoms. Yeah, but it. It, it was so twisted because in my brain I was like, it is better for his wife, Deborah, that he is having sex with me because I'm making him use a condom right. and I know myself yeah. and I'm like getting him into like all this like fucked up shit. So right, I was right, like, right. in a sense, I was like looking out for her. Right. And so yeah. I will like keep having sex with him and then like, and then it like <laughs> got too much and like, it, I don't know. But it, it was weird because like I wanted to have sex with him to like protect her. Right. <laughs> I mean, is it is it just like our condoms? Just yeah, not this even... is gay people never use condoms anymore, right? Just after, like never after all the kind of drugs came out, prep, right? All the the of the drug, right? No one's their condoms are gone again. Yeah, it's like no one uses condoms, and it's so embarrassing. Like when I I had like a <laughs> STI scare, yeah, and I go to like my clinic, and it's this like woman there, and her name is Bethany, and like she like sees me, and like she's like hi, and she's like nope, it's just hemorrhoids again. Um, and then like I went back this last time, and like I didn't even expect it was anything, but then I had gonorrhea, and then she has to go through the whole questionnaire, like how many partners did you have in the last three months? How often did you use condoms? Never. And like, like they're so trained that they're like not allowed to sex shame you or whatever. And I'm like, you guys need to start, you know. Wait, so do you have to make those calls? 
Uh, fortunately, this past time, I had only had sex with uh two people. people no no it's it was it's like okay we, we were talking about this earlier but like the willingness thing that my friend said and you're like that's crazy about giving up sex when i got home i was like he was like the reason that you keep acting out or whatever is like there is something that you're still getting out of it that you're not letting go of and i was like at the time i was just like whatever like i just need help but then like when i got home i was like oh am i actually willing to like say to god like i want to give this up and then i came to the conclusion that i wasn't like i really i really wasn't you weren't ready to give it up i'm not today oh so maybe that's what he's getting after like he's like you're not ready to i mean i, I can understand what he's saying yeah no i at first i, I was just that. like why are you being annoying like oh, why yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. want me to just join right, slaw right, and right. he was like you're not ready yet you gotta bottom like, out he was like literally you figuratively <laughs> He was like, you have to be will- like, are you actually ready to give this up? And I was like, yes. I'm. And, but like, then I was like, I thought about it and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm still like seeking like some something. I don't think that I want to be single for long because guys, listen, uh, Matt, uh, Jason, Powerful Truth Angels, everyone listening. Here's the thing. Uh, there's a Patreon segment of the show. And the second half of the show is the best half of the show. That's where shit gets juicy. That's where the relevant things come true. That's where we tell you how to properly manipulate uh, time, money, honor, and just the sense of decency. I don't know what I'm saying. Let me try that again. Um, Guys, listen. Uh, I'm here with Matt LeGrand. We're talking. Talking shop. Talking spreadsheets. We're talking uh, girth. Things of that nature. But I'm really going to get into it with him uh, on the Patreon. And here's the thing. As you know with my show... The first half is the preamble to the better half, which is the second half, where shit really goes down. It's basically PTA after dark. We say a lot of cuss words, we talk a lot of shit, say a lot of dirty things, and we really let our uh, we we really let our hair down, right? We and talk that, a lot about um, sex. We talk. It's just sexy, sexy fucking slurping, burping, chirping. Uh, so sign up to the Patreon. And here's the here's the big uh, here's the thing here is that it's five dollars. Are you do you do you have any do you have any concept? Do you guys even like I I literally threw three pennies out of my car window the other day because they're useless. Like money is five dollars is is the equivalent of a quarter at this point. And you know, if you can't throw five dollars into the Patreon to support something, a beautiful piece of art that's only evolving and getting better as we go, because the more people that subscribe, the bigger the show gets, the more interesting it gets, the more shows we're gonna do location shows on location, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna explore, we're gonna spelunk socially and and just give us the five bucks and just give us the five bucks and just give us the five dollars. What the fuck are you going to do with an extra five? You can't spare five dollars. Matt. What? So you ask someone on this, you, like literally someone on the street for five dollars. What are they going to say to you? Fuck off. No. They're gonna oh, say- no, no, no. The last time I asked a guy for five dollars, he looked at me and he's like, oh, he's like, I only have 20s. And I was just like. He's like, all right, and so he gave me a twenty. See, that's a, <laughs> the twenty is where you might want to waffle. Five dollars is literally nothing. The only thing between you subscribing to the Patreon and that five dollars that you're never going to notice is even gone is just some little part of you holding out on pleasure for yourself. You're denying yourself pleasure. And if you like, if you like someone and want them to like have a a healthy, happy career, like yeah. that five dollars goes a long way. It goes a long way because as a as a colony of ants, when we when we join together, we can move the mighty grape up into the anthill and through the tiny volcano's mouth. And it makes a noise like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get some I listen, I'm gonna get to sleep. 